on a journey just a pistol at a time. Delve into the mystery and wonderment. We can blow your mind. Every question will be answered, nothing will be as it seems. At the turn of a page, you'll be amazed. You will cream your jeans. song so much me too <laughs> it for sure put me in the right mood for sure uh okay so you're listening to overbooked um a comedy podcast uh for people who like to read but don't have time mm-hmm. and this is alicia and i am here and with- i'm jinx <laughs> <laughs> you almost choked me uh, I was sitting on that one for a while. I was like, oh, I'm when, when we start, I'm going to say I'm jinx. It's going to be so funny. <laughs> We're here with Brett Battistain today, Hello. a.k.a. Steven. But for the purposes of this, just, just regular, just old, regular Brett. old Brett. Um, <laughs> jinx is not here today because Henry is sick. And so we wish you well, Henry. And Jinx will be back next week. But meanwhile... I'm here, you suckers. Oh, you get Brett. <laughs> I am so excited today. Brett, what what do you what have you read this week? Anything? Well, I'm still re- working on The Shining. <laughs> uh, got to through a couple chapters of the audiobook. Okay. Uh, still, Who reads the audiobook? Uh, I don't know. Some it, fucking dude. Is it <laughs> obnoxious? I find so many audiobook narrators. No, he does a good job. Okay. Because uh, the thing I like about him is that he differentiates for voices but not to like an absurd effect like when the wife is talking uh he's not like and then i went to the store <laughs> you know, right. he doesn't overdo Jack it knew. he just does it like in a bit of a higher register okay and so it's not like off-putting <laughs> the last audiobook i listened to the narrator was is that what you call is it a narrator a narrator a reader i think it's narrator narrator a narrator <laughs> was um like oh my god using like accents like indian accents and chinese accents and it's like oh this is this feels no i don't like the way and i couldn't listen i didn't finish it because it was making me so uncomfortable oh yeah i I don't think i could listen to that at all yeah it was a good narrator can make or break an audiobook for sure absolutely 100 percent. yeah anyway 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 so you've been listening to the, the shining. shining yeah and so you've been going back and forth between listening and reading and reading it more listening to it. ear reading versus <laughs> yeah. eye reading. for sure more ear reading yeah absolutely what about you have you read anything this week um i brought a book with me <laughs> <laughs> that old hat <laughs> i went on a road trip you like this okay so this is this is the tale of anthony bourdain uh, I wanted to read the book. We started when we started this podcast. I think oh. one of the first episodes we talked about how I wanted to read that book, and I had it and I lost it. And then later on, several episodes later, I found the book. I oh. found it. So, and then now, closer still, I carried the book with me on vacation. Now, did I read it? No, I did not. But you're getting closer. Maybe next, <laughs> you're gearing up. Maybe like in two more months or something, I'll start it. Yeah, you'll have read. 
the, the forward. Yes. <laughs> the table of contents. <laughs> Man, these chapters look great. Ooh, we don't like to rush into anything. Sure. So yeah, you can't. No, so that was that was as close as I came to reading. I, I have a lot of books that I have started to read on like my bookshelf. Right. That I'm just like, ooh, I am going to get to you one day. The other thing I did this week was I cleaned off my bedside table, my nightstand, okay. right? Uh, where there were a lot of books. And I put them closer to me <laughs> on the table. <laughs> so that when I wake up for whatever, and I'm like, oh, you know what? I could really go for some It's just like I've made it just that much just more a convenient. Scotch closer. <laughs> Just a, just a little tiny bit, a little more easy access. You know, totally. And I, and I cleaned off the other stuff so there's not like an old coffee cup sitting on it. Gotcha. Which, I mean, I'm not going to move a coffee cup to get a book. So Yeah, why would you? Just by taking that step, I feel like. That's preposterous. <laughs> <laughs> my my wife and I have an ongoing fight uh, because she will, she'll buy like five books at a time. Mm. And I'll be like, you're not going to read any of them so why don't you just buy one to not read oh man and she gets very frustrated with me oh boy we gotta have we gotta have ashley on this podcast we, this is what we gotta do she has a lot of books she hasn't read great oh i can't wait perfect she gets mad at me because she will also put a stack of books on her bedside and i will like when i'm clearing up like clutter and stuff i'll be like oh i'm gonna go put these on the bookshelf and she'll be like I was, I was going to read those one day. They were getting closer and closer to me yeah. not actually having to extend my They were my scooching hand. over. And I was I was getting to it. I'll tell you how bad I am. I have a magazine in that pile on my <laughs> nightstand. I haven't even written the magazine. Is it a tiger beat from like 1983? <laughs> blow the dust off? Ah. Ooh, Corey Feldman. Oh, Kurt Cameron. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Look at your popped collar. <laughs> You're never going to become problematic, are you? <laughs> uh, what a charmed life you will lead till the very, very end, yes. sir. <laughs> mm. Oh, the future. Uh, I okay. What what book? What book have we not read this week? I'll tell you what book. Because I was going to go on a thing about Candace Cameron Burr, Kurt Cameron's sister, and I was like, you know what? Let's save that for another day. <laughs> I don't know why we would save that for another day. Uh, just okay. All right. Okay, the book that we did Heart not... shift. <laughs> All right, settle in. Here we go. The book that we did not read this week is called Watch You Bleed, The Saga of Guns and Roses by Stephen Davis. This is kind of... This could maybe be considered a sequel episode to the first episode. To The Dirt. The Dirt. Right. Yeah, where we talked about Motley Crue. Yeah. Now, I know less about... Well... No, I I know less about Guns N' Roses than I know about Motley Crue. GNR. I think we have to say GNR because cool people say refer to them as GNR. Oh, so on. I think we yeah, write write that this down. Down. jot that down. Real cool quick. people <laughs> say GNR. Now GNR or like GNR. 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 Okay. <laughs> so kind of have to smush it together. G apostrophe and apostrophe R. Got it. Okay. Right. Yeah. 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 So from here on out, from from henceforth out, (laughs) we must refer to them only as GNR. GNR. (laughs) Now, because the Motley Crue book, I did read a lot of times. So, but I have not read. I only know like what I know from like legend of GNR. Right. Yeah. I am similar, although I have 
read the Slash autobiography, which I read. I worked at the best, like, video store in the world hastings oh which you worked at hastings i fucking worked at hastings that's a great job which one i worked at the one on five mile and overland oh not the best one but it's a good one it's a classic solid choice (laughs) that good job good job well and i thank you and i worked there when i was like 20 and i actually didn't work there for very long because i got a job at a call center and got paid more and i was like "Ooh, i'm gonna just go with this and then i didn't work there very long (laughs) (laughs) and i left i didn't give any notice when i left hastings either so i was like well i guess i can't go back to that job either (laughs) well you ran them out of business i guess so but (laughs) when i when i got hired there i was a barista for a time okay and i got hired there to work in the cafe and when I, the the manager there was kind of a, um, he was a good manager, but he was kind of, a, I the only thing that's coming to mind is a dunce cap, but. I get it. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> there's a better way to say it because he wasn't dumb or anything like that, but he was just kind of like. Thick. Naive, maybe a little bit, a little thick. Yeah. A little okay. thick. And so I impressed him with like my barista skills when I was interviewing because he asked what my favorite uh, coffee drink was. And I was like, well, I just worked at Moxie Java for like a year. And so I just pulled up like the most random name for a drink. And I was like, the Bob Marley, which is, uh, and he was like, ooh, a Bob Marley. What's that? And I was like, <laughs> well, it's an uh, it's an espresso drink with uh, uh, banana and coconut. <laughs> kind of racist. <laughs> now that I say that. <laughs> Hearing it out loud now. <laughs> yeah, don't like that. But, uh, and, but he was like super impressed by it. He was like, oh. Oh, you know your coffee stuff. Why? Yes. Sir. <laughs> and I didn't. That's just like adding like shots of syrup to like a shitty espresso drink, you know? Right. But he was impressed. So I was like, he was, oh, so what he said was people kind of will move back and forth from departments. Uh, so like if they're short staffed in uh, like the book department or whatever whatever. yeah 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 yeah. then you might have to go over and work with them and for some reason i had like a ton of like confidence after he mentioned that was impressed by the bob marley and i was like uh i'm actually just more interested in staying in the cafe oh and he was like okay we could probably work with that (laughs) uh so a lot of times it would get uh like slow and other people would have to go like help stock stuff in the other departments and i didn't have to do that (laughs) and so i would just go grab books from the book area and just read and so i read the entirety of slash's autobiography working in the cafe at hastings what a terrific <laughs> scam i know i was <laughs> at first at oh, what a twist at first when you started this story i was like oh man you don't get to go watch like movies you don't get to work in movies but no so much better yeah so smart uh so i read a lot of a lot of stuff because they had like comic books there so i would read like the weekly comic books that had come out and stuff the mad magazine the you mad know they're magazines. not printing that anymore i do know that i'm really yeah. sad about it uh yeah that's a bummer uh the world we live in <laughs> the technological oh, age the times <laughs> i know i was really bummed out i was actually like because uh sam my youngest son just turned 10 oh and usually when my kids Perfect turn time. 10 that's like sort of like the ceremonial rite of passage is i get them a mad subscription sure oh that, yeah sam doesn't get his that's yeah that's unfortunate what a what a, that's a great tradition first of all and right? what a sad end to the tradition i know that's too bad i felt like it was a really great like you're a, 
You're kind a man of a, now. Kind of a man. It's Here's like, a Mad Magazine. It's like magazine. their bar mitzvah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Bart jokes. Spy versus spy. Sure. <laughs> <There you Yeah>. <laughs> uh, I was never a, a Mad Magazine person. Like I, I, Mad TV was on at a time when mm-hmm. it was good for me to watch it. That show is bad. <laughs> yeah. I tried to watch it the other day and I was like, oh, this is not nearly as good as as I remembered it. Yeah. yeah like, oh, this is. I remember Mrs. Kwan being a lot funnier. <laughs> and, and somehow less problematic. Oh, yeah. I Yeah. It was very. Watching it now, it's very upsetting. <laughs> so cringy. I tried to watch. Did we talk about this on this podcast? Maybe I don't know. Listen, I tried to, <laughs> I tried to watch um, uh, Family Feud the other day. Oh. Have you watched Old Family Feud with Richard Dawson? Where he's like kissing on all the women and stuff. Yes. Yeah, I I have not seen it, but I've heard people talk about Richard Dawson being a. I don't remember that being upsetting, but when I was watching it the other day, it was like, oh, oh no. I could I that could see how it'd be. Girl has <laughs> braces. You cannot kiss her on the lips, on the old mouth? man. Yeah. Yes. So gross. Right. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. I even like sometimes just giving people a hug is uncomfortable for me you know <laughs> right like i'm just like uh okay <laughs> oh, tap, 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 tap. i hope you're cool with this because i'm hugging you <laughs> coming, coming in. uh oh. so kissing like a stranger on the mouth even just a stranger but like young young women yeah would be icky. so it's so icky yeah so icky Can't anyway imagine. anyway so mad magazine hastings you read the slash book oh yes what <laughs> That was a long way to go for a ham sandwich. I think I'm killing it at covering for jeans. <laughs> you, no, absolutely. I was like, man, we are not missing a beat. Off here. to the races. <laughs> we hit record. We didn't talk at all before we started the podcast. No, we either. didn't. And usually we do. <laughs> we just hit the record button and we were off to the races. I feel like it's going great. Yeah. Um, but yes, read the slash autobiography and I was never a Guns N' Roses. GNR. So sorry. Oh. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for calling me out. Call out culture. <laughs> GNR. Uh, I was never like a GNR person because uh, it was a little, it was like as like, you know, early, late 80s, early 90s. Mm-hmm. And so I was just a young buck, probably a little too young to appreciate how, what they were doing. Right, you know? right, right. And uh, I, but, you know, I knew their songs, the the hits, mm-hmm. you know, Uh but I never really had like any affinity for them. And then after reading Slash's autobiography, I was like, these guys are fucking cool. <laughs> See, yeah, the only thing that I know, yeah. I, so, okay, when I was like, let's go with like 12-ish mm-hmm. and thereabouts, so like let's say from 11 to 13, whatever, big Bon Jovi fan, which we covered in the dirt, sure. right? But coming in second was GNR. GNR. Gina, <laughs> right? Uh-huh. Like Axl Rose, he's no John Bon Jovi. No, but he, you know what? He'll do an he'll do in a pinch. It seems like the people that like have a thing for him really have a thing for him for sure, which I don't get. But please yeah. go on. Well, I don't. I was <laughs> anyway. I had a poster, but it wasn't it wasn't an obsession, is what I'm saying. But gotcha. let's see. So. Guns and Roses, GNR. GNR. I, Please. <laughs> I'm so very old. Okay. Um, I really, like, what do I know about them? What do we know? We know okay. that they're like ultimate party machines, mm-hmm. right? We know 
They're act- they're a little like gritty, right? And super gritty. But I don't know like where they're from. I don't know. Do you know any like? Did you get history they're or f- trivia from? I think Slash is from California. Um, right, because they were an LA band. Yes, but I don't think they're all necessarily from that what did i learn I think I slash is from san diego and i remember that he rode bmx bikes and i thought that i was like okay you're cool we learned because i looked this up a little bit no nope, that's not it where did i put it i don't know listen the <laughs> <laughs> i lost there okay all right uh what do we know his name was like w axel rose or something and he his dad called that's him. his real name w axel rose oh wow i can't remember where i that but what i did find was the one review i saw for this book can i read you a part of this review oh yeah uh this is a review of watch you bleed um i'll just read you the first little bit one star i have a tendency toward hyperbole but believe me when i say that this is the most amateurish poorly written book i've ever read in my entire life this includes novelizations of video games (laughs) that (laughs) that is the most cutting (laughs) review i've ever heard no i don't expect joycey and prose in a guns and roses biography i'm saying that because that's what it's that's what it says there it doesn't say gina guns and roses biography but i do expect a little talent and professionalism from the author the only reason to read this book is if you were a moron (laughs) or if you really want to know how many times izzy accidentally ejaculated on slash's leg oh my god (laughs) who so Stephen Davis is the guy who wrote it. Yes. And I get so he just like hung out with Guns N' Roses. Is that what the oh, deal I is? Because I don't know that much. He was coming on his leg. Izzy. Axel Rose was coming on the author's leg. Izzy was coming on Duff's uh, leg. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. I guess I zoned out for that part. <laughs> and I, Stephen Stephen Davis is just retelling the tale. Gotcha, now, was gotcha, he gotcha, gotcha. An eyewitness I see. or oh, just what he has learned has from heard? interviewing Dan. Sure. I don't know. Yeah, there was a lot. I of... I didn't read this book because I'm not a moron. <laughs> <laughs> I, I also haven't read. It, just to be clear, just everyone. Only the slash one, right? Uh, Which there seemed to be a lot of that going on of them just like a lot of the book is like, and we were fucking chicks. <laughs> so basically, the dirt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, and it was a lot about slashes, like heroin use, you know, right. and kind of coming through that, going through that and stuff, and. What I remember being really struck by him not like Axel or GNR, almost (laughs) GNR kind of being at like their height of appetite for destruction and him being basically destitute, like barely being able to afford the apartment he was in because he was just blowing all his money on drugs. Yeah. And I remember being like, oh, that's that's crazy that you can be like the one of the biggest rock stars in the world and still not be able to afford rent yeah yeah that's crazy <sighs> all the drugs all the drugs so he was many doing. Dr- god <laughs> how god can you imagine trying to get through your day no if you were doing that many how would you do anything i know ever, well, like, i guess you let don't alone be a rock star sure. well there's still like two, touring, that's a lot of work. Shows. That's a lot of work. Yeah, recording. Like albums even if you have people doing like most of the, the quote unquote work. actual work for you, yeah. just doing the thing. If you were strung out on that many drugs. Yeah, yeah. Well, Oof. yeah. I'm sure not all their shows were were great. <laughs> were great. <laughs> I never saw them. Did you? Oh God, no, 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 no. 
because uh, I would the only time I would have been able to have seen them would be post like Chinese dem- democracy. Oh, and nobody wants to see that. Yeah, yeah. Maybe should we run through the members really quick? Because I don't know if I know all. Okay. Of them. All so, right. So Axel, Axel slash Duff McKagan, right? Who is the bassist? Bass player. Yeah. And then Izzy. Izzy. Izzy's a drummer. Or Steven Adler. They have two guitarists. Okay. Is so, it right? I don't know, man. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hold, on, hold on, hold on. I think we had it. I think I, we had I, it. I feel like we were pretty close there. I feel like we were close. All right. Okay. Well, I'm Googling. I'm Googling. The members. G-N-R. <laughs> let Google know. <laughs> you got to let Google know. Right. Who is this? Okay. Wikipedia. Here we go. Oh, they're still touring, apparently. 2019, they'll be in Salt Lake City. Should we go? Yeah, let's road trip it. Aha. Guns and Roses. Open. GNR. G- well, it says here. First first sentence. Oh, okay. Guns and Roses, often abbreviated as GNR, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> is an American hard rock band from Los Angeles, California, formed in 1985. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, the band comprised vocalist Axl Rose, lead guitarist Slash, rhythm guitar Izzy, bassist Duff McKagan, and drummer Steve Adler. I, I remember seeing Steve Adler on uh, Celebrity Rehab, like the oh. first season of Celebrity Rehab. I wonder what those guys are looking like now. He looked pretty rough. He looked pretty rough. <laughs> he, yeah, I mean, I guess he would. Yeah, he's he's let, let a, <laughs> a rough lifestyle. So he, he didn't look great. It makes me tired. Just to think about yeah, it. Yeah, I oh, know. I'm so tired. Um, I get tired by, I get tired from waking up. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like going, making coffee makes me tired, you know? So just doing like that many downers. I have a friend so tired. who, and this is brilliant. And I advise that we like all do this. If you have the sort of layout where you can make this happen. He put his coffee pot, like his electric, you know, mm-hmm. coffee pot in his closet, right? Uh, and then set his alarm clock and the coffee timer to go off at the same time. And the alarm clock played the Folgers song, uh, <laughs> right? <laughs> day is calling you. Folgers crystals are uh, starting to brew or whatever, That's you know? a pretty good move. And then the thing comes on and like right as, right as it gets to the best part of waking up, he's like, ah, oh, smelling the coffee. Ooh. How smart is that? That'll get you out of bed. That's the kind of thing. Yeah, like, that would. That's a great. Uh, what do they call them? Life hacks. Yeah, <laughs> that's a, that's a life hack. Oh yeah, that's a great move. I know. If I had, I mean, I don't. I don't have an outlet. My closet's too small. We my, have a small closet. Me too. But what if I just put it like over on the other side of the room, like on my dresser or something? Yeah. Who's to say you can't put coffee on a dresser if you can put coffee in a closet? Yo, you can you put, can it, put on it, it on a dresser. Seems like more practical to put it on the dresser. Anyway, your house you'd have to gate it off so nobody's like reaching up and grabbing a hot pot of coffee. Right. It. Yeah. Logistics. Yeah, and uh, you know what? To be honest, I kind of enjoy like the process of being tired, putting, making coffee. I know, you know I do too. There's a ritual about it. Yeah, like you're kind of like, oh, I'm so sluggish and. The day, the day is going to be long. Grog. And it also acts as kind of like your first accomplishment of the day. You know what? I love that. Yeah. <laughs> ah, what kind of coffee do you, do you make? Like, what's your coffee situation? 
just uh we have like a cheap pot and we we'll, we'll just get like the big old tin from like like the kroger fred meyer <laughs> brand <laughs> of just like a breakfast blend you know yeah and yeah we keep it in a little mason jar next to the coffee pot i love it yeah what about you I have a, i'm a french presser all right i it's a lot and before i started my add medication mm-hmm. it would take me sometimes an hour to make a pot of coffee because <laughs> there are steps right like you go right. you grind the beans and boil the water and do uh-huh. the whole thing and and i do i do like that part yeah and my kids always like always always from the time they were teeny tiny when i grind the coffee they do the coffee dance where they like <laughs> do like a little dance while i grind it a and then jig. yeah and then they come over and make a big production of smelling the beans like <sighs> go on their way their part's done i really i really love you and your kids thanks <laughs> and i don't even know it in intimate detail but just from the stories that you tell about you and your kids i'm like i i love i love you guys all <laughs> oh, they're, they're great my kids are fucking ridiculous and i just love them they're all grown up well, yeah two of them are all grown up and two of them are getting there they're working on it they're working on it Man, the stinky feet phase. <laughs> oh no. It's coming. <laughs> Bad house. <laughs> it's coming. Uh but yeah, oh but I I'm curious about the French French press. Oh, right. Okay. Right. So the coffee dance. Yes. Right. So you just um you put the beans, the ground beans now, grounds, right into the bottom of the mm-hmm. French press and then you pour in just a little a little bit of water just to get them wet. And you want to bloom the coffee beans, mm. and it just releases the all the like carbon dioxide or whatever. All the good stuff in there. Yeah, right. Yeah. And then st- stir it up, and then fill it up the rest of the way, and let it brew. Now, in mm. theory, you let it brew for like four minutes, <laughs> right? Right. But if you're me, and you walk away for four minutes, you've walked away you've for done, twenty minutes. Yeah, you've right? started doing other stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, but honestly, you're just letting it brew longer. Right. And I have a thermal coffee pot thing, mm-hmm. so it doesn't like get cold oh which recommend that's key very key that's gotta be key yeah yeah uh but and then and then you just plunge it and pour it Hmm. it is a lovely cup of coffee oh right on my my wife talks about getting a french press all the time and i'm like i don't want to i don't want to do that no it sounds like a whole whole production it's a little bit of a production but it's not a super production and and i and i like the ritual of it sure i enjoy the process and it smells it makes your house smell so good the whole house well when you put it like that of like when we talk about enjoying the ritual it sounds like maybe it could be a ritual that i can get on board with Mm -hmm. so maybe we'll we'll give it a shot you should try it out my favorite thing to stir the coffee with Mm -hmm. is a chopstick like a wooden chop (laughs) that's i don't know why i've tried lots of things the wooden chopstick is the best huh. French press stir. And, oh, my God, <laughs> I was so validated one day when I was watching uh, Good Eats, the Alton Brown show. Uh-huh. And he was making French press coffee, and he stirred it with a chopstick. And I was like, whoa. Oh, <laughs> <yeah>. Soul sister. <laughs> like I did something clever. <laughs> yes. Alton Brown approved. <laughs> Alton Brown approved. Alton Brown is such a weird. You watch Alton Brown? No. He's weird. He's like the Mr. Wizard of the Food Network. Right. But he's kind of a dick. Hmm. Yeah, he I I'm a little bit turned off by like culinary culture in general. Mm. Sure. Because it's so uh like it's also like privileged, you know, like all these like five like five Michelin star chefs and like only like the elite rich can go there. Right. And I'm like you know what? Fuck all you guys. <laughs> you know? I know. And like, 
food critics. How they're... I like food and I like cooking and I like the chemistry of cooking and I like Me the too. idea of it. But Me too. I've, I don't, I've never, well, yes, I have been to a super fancy restaurant like once. But I, I have and I, it was, it was delicious. It was delightful, you know, but it was like, but. It was a hefty meal. My dad bought it for me. My oh, dad nice. took me out to dinner. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I'm yeah, kind of turned off by the by that like the elitism uh, of it. Yeah, all. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I do, I love like I do love Anthony Bourdain. Mm. Can't lie. I love how he the way he looks at food. I think is uh, really impressive. Also, what a fox. Oh hell yeah! Come on. Oh hell yeah! Yeah, <sighs> I mean. Stone Cold Stunner. Just. <laughs> oh, my God. Such yeah, a cool what a, air about him. Just, what a what a disaster. Probably a big um, GNR fan. Probably. I forgot that's what we were talking about in the first place. Look. He, oh, for sure. Anthony Bourdain. He has to have hung out. Yeah. Yeah. Like, a, uh, come on. Him and Slash. For sure. Are of the, seem of the same ilk. Yeah. You know, cut from the same cloth. Both drug addicts. Both alcoholics. I guess I guess Anthony Bourdain still drank, right? He did, but he talked about it a little bit like, I shouldn't be doing this, or like he only drinks when he's on the show or yeah. whatever, but it's like, listen. If it's like a cultural thing, yeah. it seemed like he would do, like if it was like part of the culture to kind of like take a shot of like whatever the drink right. was or something. No, I mean, he was drinking for sure, like on, but it was like, I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Anthony yeah. Bourdain. He did his thing, you know? Yeah. He took it all the way. May we all be so blessed. Oh, yeah. Now. What a treasure. What is your favorite? Do you have a favorite go-to Gina song? What's your What's your jam? Uh, Well, so I guess I guess it would be Welcome to the Jungle. Because uh, like I said, I don't, I would not be able to tell you like any of the deep cuts. Right. You know, like I'm not going to be able to pull out like the GNR song that like the cool people know about. Right. You know, so I guess what, although um paradise city find out <laughs> gnr deep cuts <laughs> gnr deep cuts writing that down okay um, <laughs> oh i'm learning so many things in, I, I have an affinity for paradise city yeah because specifically because of the movie can't hardly wait and it's like a 90s teen movie it had jennifer love hewitt in it oh. uh, uh i think uh seth green's in it there's like a lot of people that you're like that are very famous now that were kind of just coming up right 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 right. uh there's a point where like the nerd guy who infiltrates the the party he gets drunk (laughs) on accident um and he ends up doing like paradise city comes on and he ends up like tearing the fucking house down (laughs) singing paradise city and everybody's like yeah this dude fucking rules even though he had been like bullied and nerd nerded on let me and tell you something. So I like that song because of that that part in that movie. That's awesome. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I missed, I was just, like, that's just beyond my demographic. I didn't sure. see very many of like that. Oh, yeah. I saw some of them. Can't Hardly Wait, uh, Never Been Kissed, uh, a bun- a bun- uh, She's All That. Right. I, 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 <laughs> right. right. Ten right. Things I Hate so, About You. I did see that one. That one's great. That's the best one. Yeah. For sure. Heath Ledger. Another. Yeah. Another great one. Lost Too Soon. Gone Too Soon, man. Yeah. It's this GNR influence. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. It <laughs> seemed to be cut from the same cloth as well. I What's yours though? Well, well, I don't know if it's my favorite song, but Welcome to the Jungle. I okay. 
can slay that at karaoke. Oh, I would love to hear that sometime. <laughs> it's my go-to. It's either that or Proud Mary are the two, the Ike and Tina version, not the Credence. Oh, okay. Not gotcha, gotcha. Ike, Ike, Ike and Tina, Turner. Cool. Proud Mary. Proud and Mary. Welcome to the Jungle. Those are your two yeah. that you could like, if you wanted to like strut your stuff. If there was, if there was a reason that I needed to like impress somebody, yeah, that's where I'm going. Or if you were just like, you know what? I need to feel good about myself. For sure. <laughs> For sure. For sure. Because there's nothing like crushing a song. And it, here's the thing. like, And I can crush the song, but the, I think the part that makes it like successful mm-hmm. is because I'm an old mom lady in a pair of jeans and a cardigan probably. <laughs> and you're not expecting. Right. You to welcome to the jungle. To come welcome to the jungle. Sure. Yeah. I don't. I don't know if I would. I would be like, oh damn. Like, what? Like this lady knows knows what it's all about. <laughs> She's yeah. lived. That's my thing. <laughs> <laughs> Rode hard and put away wet. This one. Look at her. <laughs> That's what I think every time. Every time oh, I see here you do comes karaoke. Alicia. She's like, oof. That one has done some living. uh there was a song that uh i've been listening to that i can't now it's like escaping my mind but it's been like you know when you hear a song and you'll be like you know what next time i do karaoke i'm gonna see if they have this one yeah because i know for a fact i could do this one i do that all the time and then totally forget yeah i oh man now that it's like now that i thought of it but now that i can't and i can't think of it it's gonna be so irritating. Oh man! It'll come. It'll come to you. Like oh, you'll wake up at like. Oh, o'clock in the I saw the light by uh, Todd oh. Rundgren. Rundgren. Yeah. Rundgren. Is that? I've never... Run. Rundgren. Run. Rundgren. Run. You just have to say it fast so you can. Could... Nobody knows. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Todd Rundgren. <laughs> <laughs> but I saw the light. Like I've been listening to that song a lot, and I'll sing along with it. And I'm always like, yeah. If I... Next time I do karaoke, I'm going to see if they have this song because I could do this song justice. Let me tell you something. This won't mean too much to most listeners, unless you're local <laughs> listeners. Uh-huh. Uh Chris Sundberg, uh-huh. local comedic treasure yeah runs karaoke at liquid on wednesdays after the open mic and well they're gonna have to give us some money now because we just uh plugged their thing plugged their thing so liquid give me money but it's just him gone rogue he gets the songs off of youtube (laughs) and plays them over like his bluetooth speakers because he used to run it like officially and uh-huh. then they canceled it and he's like i won't stop and just <laughs> stayed but it's so fun oh that's so cool it's so fun because you know like only a few people show up usually so you right. get to go up a bunch of times a bunch of times and, and just sing your little heart cares. out it's yeah. great oh that's cool so you should come we should do it i should that's you after the open mic right yeah, yeah. i don't do it every so week. late i know so late it's like well, well like it starts at 9 30 that's not so yeah bad. well the next time i'm i feel like i'm gearing up for like a night out on the town yeah you know so maybe i'll try and do it on like a wednesday and just kick it off with karaoke yeah cut loose for the night yeah kick uh. off your sunday shoes oh hell yeah <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i saw the light um I think that would be one of my go-to karaoke songs right I'm, now. I'm writing that down too so you, when you forget later thank you i saw <laughs> The light by Todd GNR. Todd <laughs> Do you have a favorite GNR member? 
I mean, Axel. Yeah. Right, because he was he, he had a little a little crush on him. Just not an obsession, but a little crush. Yeah, for sure. What a oh, just mm-hmm. yeah. Very. He had like a f- almost like a feminine like look to him. Yeah, kind of. I guess so. Yeah. And he always uh, wore the bandana thing. Yeah, yeah. But and he was like so skinny, and yeah. so like. He looked like he might not be as mean as he looks. <laughs> you, know? you know what I mean? Huh. That's it. That's interesting because he maybe it's because of how I know him to be now of being kind of like a diva. Right. You know, that right. I, that I'm like he he doesn't he has a, like there's a bad taste in my mouth about oh. him or like i have a chip on my shoulder about him sure and that's totally fair yeah i i i, I wouldn't hang out with him <laughs> well maybe i'm a liar i might hang out with him would you hang out if axel rose was like let's go hang out would you hang out with him fuck yeah i would of yeah, okay. course i would all right yeah. of course i would well, i don't know i don't know who he, who would i not hang out with? donald trump oh no forget it not a <laughs> chance I feel like I w- there would be m- the power that would come from like telling him, like sitting down with him and telling him off. I feel like could only be exceeded by the power of being like, no, no. I'm not giving you the time of day mm-hmm. and running off. Yeah. Him, you know? So. Yeah. Th- you're absolutely correct. No, I would, ab- yeah. I would 100% not. Like, I don't even want to. I would not want to hang out with Mario Lopez. Mario Lopez was at Jinx's wedding. Did you guys talk about that on this podcast? Did you say that to me before? Have you told me that before? I don't know. I'm, you're, I'm very accusatory. <laughs> Just smacking the table. Alicia, tell me. I don't know. I don't know. I don't remember. Stop imagining me. Oh, no. I think I heard on another like more successful podcast than anyone that I've been a part of. Uh, they were talking about Mario Lopez and about how he was kind of a dick. Oh, yeah. Um, well, I can see that. Yeah. But uh, I don't have I don't have hard t- enough opinions oh. about Mario Lopez to be like no to you, sir. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he was at Jinx's wedding though. Yeah, because Jinx got married at. I she got married story, on like, E Entertainment. Basically, <laughs> the E Channel <laughs> at the Dallas reunion show or whatever. Like they were filming a Dallas reunion. Oh, right, and they went and got married that weekend and because they were getting married like mario lopez covered their wedding they were on like whatever (laughs) you'll have to ask her i'm probably fucking up the whole story but what i do know is that mario lopez was Was for sure there (laughs) that's that's crazy but and i would not want to hang out with him okay he seems like a tool (laughs) (sighs) well listen we have been talking for about 45 minutes we hardly talked about Guns N' Roses oh. at all, but we learned a lot about coffee mm-hmm. and how to French press. French press, make it a ritual. Do it. That's it's what great. we learned. Put your coffee maker in your in closet. Your bedroom. In your and bedroom. Set your alarm clock. Set your alarm clock. Yeah. Folgers theme song. So smart. Yeah, very smart. Good stuff. Uh, well, I, f- I feel. I feel. Like I feel complete. You really, ju- you really jumped in here, and I'm really proud of you. Oh, and thank you. What a great, what a great guest you've been. <laughs> well, it's a, not, not like I don't know the format of the show. That's true. <laughs> it's true. Um, so you can, you got anything coming up you want to talk about? No, no just uh, listen to the, uh, listen to the other episodes of uh, Overbooked. Listen to my podcast, The Eavesdrop. The Eavesdrop, which, what a great podcast. Thank you. 
I, I, I really enjoyed listening to your podcast. Listen to the one with Sophie if you get a chance. Yeah, uh, Sophie deep Hughes. Deep and hard. Deep and hard. Deep and hard. Yeah, I took a cue from GNR and named it Deep and Hard. <laughs> deep, <laughs> deep and hard. <laughs> uh, and uh, Sophie came on and talked about her experience being trans and. That was a really cool episode. Oh, thank you. I felt I felt really good about it. Yeah. I felt like Sophie enlightened me in a lot of ways and made me think about things that I would never think about before. And just a pleasure to talk to you always. Yeah, so, absolutely. Just great. So that's the only thing for me. So yeah, check listen, that out. Check it out. Get the Audible trial. Audible yeah. trial. Dot com. Dot com slash eavesdrop. Yes, absolutely. Change in tip, dar- tip jars. You're going to give a thousand bucks. Oh, yeah. That's the other some thing. random yeah. stranger, which is I've, awesome. I've been saying that on my podcast, which uh, if you donate, if you donate to any of the shows on the eavesdrop network, uh, it go- that money goes to the host. But for me, uh, I'm trying to do something just a little different to maybe give back a little bit. And You're prove- just going to like go out and surprise yeah. somebody with a thousand bucks, which is so yeah. rad. And I can't decide <laughs> <laughs> if it's better or worse if you present that thousand bucks like just cash right but also with a team of people who have balloons i could i could get on board with that it feels like it might be a little insulting but also if it were me i would totally be like what a great like i won (laughs) i'll think about it a big check or something but you just actually give them the thousand sure I'll 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 think about it. I'll ponder it. I'll mull it over. Yeah. and we'll see where we land. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, just for just throwing it out. Just and, for funsies. And then when uh when it gets to a thousand bucks, we'll give it to somebody, and then we'll give the next thousand. Over. Yeah, we'll start over. I love it. No matter how long it takes, we'll do it. <laughs> just let's forever. Make, let's make one per, at least one person's life day, maybe even just their day, a little better. Yeah. Because who wouldn't want a thousand bucks? Yeah. You know. <laughs> I mean, who's gonna be like? Um, no, thank you. Yeah. You can take your thousand bucks and go give it to Mario Lopez. Yeah. <laughs> give it to the E Network, Ugh. you sack of shit. Get out of my face with your balloons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about love- you? Do you have anything coming up? Anything you want to? Um, oh, let's see. So the Lady Business Cool Birthday Show will be August 20th, which is coming right up. Cool. Uh, Birthday. Yeah. Cool. School starts soon and, you know, get your kids their pencils and stuff before mm-hmm. it's the day before and you forget about it. That's yeah. my advice to you. Thanks. Great advice. Thanks, everybody. So we'll see you next week. Next week. All right. All Thanks, right. Brett, for being on. Yeah. Bye, everybody. Bye. Whatever would we learn, what knowledge would we gain? Like you upon the morning blossom or candy for the brain. Place the books within our hand. Discuss them anyway. Grab your tea and have a seat. We're overbooked and that's okay.